On this episode of TJ Talk, we spark the conversation with Bookworm KG, owner of docuseries Library Invasion and clothing brand Opulent Perception, where she's creating clothing for people to connect without having to say a thing. We discuss books, boundaries, and building a better you by applying what you read to everyday life. We hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as we did. Thank you for tuning in. And if you haven't already, make sure you love on somebody today, even if that somebody is you. Welcome to the Melanin Mike. Everyone, please say hi to our special guest, KG. What's up? <laughs> today, we definitely thank you for joining us here on the Melanin Mike. So to get started, KG, can you please tell us what did you do to love on somebody today? Man, you know what? I think I gave, so I work at a school and I think I gave at least six kids some like really good hugs today. Oh. Like I think I gave some necessary hugs today. Shout out to all my teacher friends, y'all out there holding it down for the for the new generation. Absolutely. They're, they're misunderstood. I wouldn't call them bad. They're misunderstood. I have to tell this one funny story. So uh, my one friend, uh, her name is Taylor, and she's also a teacher. And I'm currently on her Instagram. She is doing a series starting about like last week. One student in her class has been mysteriously leaving like little poop turds around her classroom and like hiding them behind things. So she's been trying for like a week now to catch <laughs> It is, <laughs> and she's been like posting it on her Insta story. Yeah, it's uh. Wait, it's, so she she but she does not know which kid it is. As no, well. she's been trying to figure it out all week. Still does not know who's leaving these little turds around her classroom. Y'all. That is like the They're most like, bizarre real thing. little turds. Like it's her. It's whichever student that she don't get along with the most. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard out there for a pimp. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, for me, I guess I love them somebody today. I caught up with an old friend this morning. Um, we caught up just had a conversation about where we were currently in life. Um, gave each other our flowers for you know um, actually going after our dreams, stepping outside the box, um, and just you know like I said, giving those flowers and showing that love this morning. So start off my day on a good little note. That's beautiful. That's, yeah. where that's where gratitude comes in. We could connect with the people you love. Amen. Amen. So to get started, you have a YouTube channel, and on it, your name is KG Legacy. So we yeah. all know that names are very important to a brand. Can you tell me why you decided to add the word legacy specifically to your name? So legacy just kind of came to me one day. And I felt like it just made sense for who I was because I think that everything that I do is ultimately to build a legacy for me or for whoever else is like inviting themselves in my life or whoever's life I like came into. It's all about what are you building, right? So what are you really doing? And that's that's building a legacy. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm with it. So... With that being said, you own your brand, which is KG Legacy, and you also have um, Library Invasion, which is a, a is, it, is it a docu-series? Or? No, so it will be a docu-series, a documentary talk show. So okay. on YouTube, I put book reviews, right? That's another stream of just me being a book reader and me connecting right. with authors and me putting out what 
other people are thinking, right? right. But Library Invasion is an actual show. I'm trying to get it picked up by a, a major television station. Mm -hmm. um, but essentially, that would be a conversation between me and another creative or intellect, and we're discussing the notions in a book and right. sharing perspectives and basically creating what I call the synergy of perspectives, right? And so mm -hmm. that the people who's watching, they're able to like grasp onto every angle of essentially what this law is and um, be able to create something bigger than that. So that's the objective of Library Invasion. Ultimately, uh -huh. I want to start getting like, like big influencers that we look up to nowadays, like the Will Smiths and the, the, the Oprah Winfrey's <laughs> and things like that. Like, I want to go into their cribs and like invade their library spaces and then sit mm -hmm. there and like really talk about a book that really like, that was passionate to them. And, um, and just like discover what's going on in their minds, you know? That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I I've always loved books. I've always wanted to have one of those like uh, floor to ceiling libraries, like Beauty and the Beast in my house. No, for real. <laughs> so did you like always like to read, like even as a kid? I think about that. Yes, yes. But I didn't know <laughs> that I was like a reader. But I was, when I look back, but I was, I was into different type of books, right? So I like, I like bios. And I like storylines, you know. Mm -hmm. um, nowadays, I'm really into self-help books and um, and just how to develop myself. But, like, I've always been into a really good story. Like, I love stories, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I, I was I, little. Yeah, since I was little, I always had a book. I always had a little collection. You know, I agree. I think it was definitely my mom's fault. She was one of those parents who was, like, real adamant on if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So, like, even over the summertime, we would always go to the library and we would um, check out books. And for every book that we checked out, we had to write her, like, a one-page little for an essay about what the book was about. And then when we got to a certain age, she started giving us books, like, Black accolades. Like, I think I got, um, I know why the caged bird sings when I was in, like, fourth, fifth grade. Everybody had oh. their books. <laughs> right. so, like these are things that she just always like you said slowly instilled so you really didn't know that you yeah. liked but I definitely thought you would be a good guest because I did notice like you said that you like self-help books and I hate books like that like <laughs> oh my gosh like 10 times pain of my existence <laughs> why so it all depends on, like you said, the storyline. Like, I do think that those books that are like, hey, this is the guide. If you follow these six steps, you're going to be, like, the richest person in America. It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> and then the six things are like, hey, if you learn how to be nice to people, you'll get farther in life. Like, no shit. <laughs> it's like a, like a, like, just repetitive talking. Yeah, like somebody really wrote this down and put this shit on sale. Like we can all be authors if that was the case. Like this we is can be though. I agree. So there's there's a lot of times where I'm reading books and they have the same like in certain ways they have the same philosophy on things, but it's also your perception, right? It's also the it's the things that you capture, right? So the things that you capture may not be the things that I capture in a book. So when you start finding yourself catching the same thing over and over in books you may realize that that's a moral that you have embedded into who you are. And then, so you're able to like operate on a level of how can I make that better? You know what I mean? So for me, it's like, even though, even, even though sometimes I see the same things in certain books, 
it's it's is what am I really connecting to and why? You know, that's 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 where your journey really begins of thinking way outside the box. You feel me? So I really like a storyline because it gives you something to look forward to. But I think that those bullet point books are also necessary for your for your bookshelf so that you could like because in different phases of your life, you're going to need different parts. Right. And it was a reason why it's a reason why that book gravitated to you. So if you just have it, it's going to be a point in time. I would guarantee you're going to pick that book up. And it's going to make sense. You're going to need some bullet points. You're going to need to figure out, OK, step one, this is what I need to do. You know what I mean? And then the storyline books, you're, you're able to connect with a little bit more into somebody's life. And it makes right. sense in their head. So, I mean, I have a different relationship with different types of books. But yeah. I like that. Like you said, I've never really, as as an adult, because I guess, like, those particular books were introduced to me when we were um, in uh, in college, you know, at the university in your business organization classes. Like, I remember one specifically uh, we had to read was called The Soup, I believe it's called. Um, but it had a really good storyline. You know, the chapters were pretty clear and concise, but it was more of a storyline versus, um, I believe you, you read The Four Agreements, which was more like, you know, one, two, three, four. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, I like the, the flow or the introduction of things in, in a book like The Soup, just because it's more so like, okay, well, this is her experience and this is how she used this tool to apply it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It takes a bit more thought to say okay this isn't just the solution you know what right. i'm saying how it's actually applied this is the example like right. forward versus just saying these are the keys just do them and you'll right. unlock the right you need context you right need a reason why right i yeah <laughs> I you need to be why. proven to you need to be proven to yes because yeah. I, I i can't like i said i I don't think that a book that's just like the New York bestseller, just because it sold so many copies, it should be the, the grain of gold. Like, what okay. about the book that you applied makes you say, this is the book that, that made me a millionaire? Right. Like, right. I, I need context. I so, <laughs> so I like the alchemist versus the four agreements. Or I, I just, got it. Yes. I, yes. Either. I was like, right people you say. need you need to you need to come to an arrival of the aha moment you can't just tell right. you, people can't just tell you what it is right it gotta come on to you i got you that makes sense that makes a lot of sense so on your youtube channel like you said you do um reviews of books and you did a review of the four agreements and so one of the things that um you said was um well people cause mental chaos when they take things seriously and take them personally versus just taking them for what they are. So can you explain a bit about how um, you feel that that was a good takeaway that you got from the book and how you apply that to your everyday life? Man, I think that's the biggest struggle a lot of us have. Me for like, it's, it's the art of allowing, right? Um, the thing is, it's like, it's a journey at the end of the day. And your journey is going to be your journey for as long as you live. If you're living in, in your purpose and you're confident in yourself in a way that you're moving, it's like the obstacles that come in your way are meant to be there. You know what I mean? The, the, you're, you have to go through lessons to, to move up. You have to figure out how to, how to move your feet to move up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
if you stay at every single obstacle and try to ponder on why is this happening or like what can like is if if you if you spend too much time on that and trying to perfect yourself within that moment you're it's, you're you're procrastinating essentially you're like mm -hmm. you're holding yourself back from getting to where you're really trying to go sitting on this obstacle that's supposed to be there you feel mm -hmm. me so it's like that's mental chaos that's like yeah. you're driving yourself literally insane trying to figure out the purpose of this obstacle versus just taking what it is and wrapping around it and keep on going so, right so that that's that's essentially what that means to me right because in yeah. that you they don't make assumptions. They assume the emotions of somebody else and they take those things on. And the next thing you know, you have, like you said, unnecessary chaos. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I have that bad too. Like, that's something to that you have to grow out of. Um, I think it's a defense mechanism at the same time. Of mm -hmm. like, it's, it's a guard that I think people, including myself, put up. Um, like preparing yourself for the worst the worst mm. and it's that's really tough to say that's really tough to say but but ultimately you don't know what's you really don't know what's in other people's mind um i think i have a, a high emotional intelligence but at the same time like everybody has different ways of thinking and everybody has been developed differently so if you could just come from a space of we may not or I may not understand what's going on right now, but it's all good. We, we may figure it out at a later time right now. I'm feeling a little bit uneasy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave that where it's at. I'm not going to overthink what it could be because I do not know. And I shouldn't care that hard to know because I really don't know. Right. So let me have a conversation to make sure I know before okay. I take myself to that place. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that, that comes with maturity. That, mm -hmm. that comes with maturity. So let's talk about things come with maturity. So there are um, a lot of people who say that you're acting weird if you are unable to have a conversation about the issues that you're having with somebody else. So would you consider it weird or is it considered protecting your peace? Personally, I feel like it's protecting your peace. But I have been, I have been put up to the challenge recently to think differently and to, to be a little bit open about how I'm feeling in a moment. Mm. But I think that if you're not ready to discuss or if you, if you're, if you haven't wrapped all of your thoughts around what it is that you even figuring it, figuring out, like you shouldn't talk. That's just oh, how that I feel. Oh, so me. And yeah. for May, it's a problem. Cause he'll be like, we need to deal with this right now and i'd be like well i'm still thinking to right. make sure i can express correctly how right. i feel about this because <laughs> like, when i say it the first time i need you to understand <laughs> right you don't want to say the wrong thing or act out of emotion like or out, out, act out of an immature state i think it's mature to, to sit on it and to make sure you understand like even to understand the lesson in all of it because you could be dead ass wrong there's moments where I'm dead ass wrong, like <laughs> you and your feelings, bro. Like chill out, you know what I'm saying? But that takes some that takes some that takes time. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. So can you tell me about um two books that you've read that have changed your life for the better? 
Yes. Yes. So the first one would be The Law of Attraction um, oh. by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Okay. Um, that's where the whole uh, art of allowing perspective comes in. Um, what I like a, a lot about this book is I already knew about the law of attraction before yeah. reading this book. But I I learned about them. They were having an interview with Oprah. And I'm really heavy into my spirituality, so I wanted to get to know more about what they were talking about. So I read it. I'm sorry, I got the book and I read it. But it's the way that they it's the way that they structure the book in a conversational like tone. So it's like, you know, like you said, you have questions when somebody's like just telling you what it is, right? This is what you got to do. But they, they ask the question and it's so detailed of a question. It's like, that is a good question. So what's the answer? And it's like, they give you like, like such a thorough answer and it connects with you. And they do that over and over and over again through the whole book. And it's like, it's, it's, it's a really good book that, that you could sit sit with. It could sit with you. You could always go back and forth to it. So yeah. um, that's number one. i heard of it, but I've never said self-help really don't just be my go-to. So you need people like me who do book reviews so that, <laughs> so that you could just get the overall understanding of what's going on and you can go about your, about your way. Right. I don't know. The second book, I would say um, The 5 a.m. Club. Mm. The 5 a.m. Club. That's one that just kind of presses on me. Um, I read that book when I was in the phase of really getting to know, like, that I'm different. And I was already, like, waking up really early to, like, get done what I needed to get done. And so when I read The 5 a.m. Club, it reiterated what I was already feeling. It made what I was feeling make sense about waking up like early and why and what that moment really does to you and so the setting of the, so this book is a storyline book so you may really like this book this is a really good book and they go through they have characters in there and they go through different scenes but the scenes are so inspirational right the the way they have the setting and they just make you feel really inspired in a word in the in the words for you to like be like, you know what, that's that's really where I want to go. So the the main setting in there is Mauritius, which is, which is in Africa. And since I've read that book, that's like my dream vacation. And I wouldn't doubt it if I never come back because I feel that connected to it. But I would have not been introduced to it if I had not read that book. But um, it, that book does a whole lot of that. Like it gives you a bunch of different scenes and it and it tells you why you should be waking up on time and make things make sense. And it gives you a reason to wake up on time. Like if you wake up at four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, some people who are not early birds are going to think, why in the hell do I need to wake up that early? Like, why can I not get, you know what I'm saying? But it's a peace when you wake up that early, when the rest of the world is is quiet, you know what I mean? When you could connect with your thoughts, when you could knock out the things that are very personal and serious to you that you can't do on a consistent basis when you're waking up with the rest of the world. So all of that started making sense to me when I read that book. Okay, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to buy all that. I have to book review on it. Okay, but, man. But, but I do recommend you getting that book. I think you'll really like that one. I like that one. Okay. Yeah.
So on your YouTube channel, like you recently spoke about four strategies that uh, you can do to protect your vibe. But you started off to explain why it was so important to spend time with yourself. And I know that somebody who is um, in a relationship, it can be people assume that it's hard to find time for yourself. Can you explain why that's important as a like this when, when you're by yourself and you're comfortable with being by yourself? It's like that's when a lot of your aha moments come. That's when you're able to like have a conversation with yourself. You know what I mean? Like we think all day long and we could talk to people all day long, but it's also important to talk to yourself and have that one-on-one, -on -one, you know what I'm saying? And and for me, that's what goes on all like anytime I'm by myself. So it's important because I always grow in the moments of having that one-on-one, -on -one. just like you have mentors, you know what I mean? And you have somebody that, that you could talk to and get advice from and they've been through certain stuff or, or they just are wise enough to explain certain stuff to you to the point where you're like, you know what? That's what I needed to hear. You get that when you spend time by yourself. Mm -hmm. You're missing something literally if you do not spend enough time by yourself. Right. So it's important. It's important to spend time by yourself. You could, you're going to have to figure out something like regardless of what your schedule is, regardless of what it is, you got to figure out time to spend time by yourself. You have to make sure that things are making sense always because then you'll just run wild and you'll get just, you'll just be on a whole different kind of level of who you are because you're not connected. You know what I mean? Right, right. You won't be your best self. So you said if you can't survive, you're not minding enough of your own business. You're not doing any practices to communicate with yourself if you're so busy worried about other people's lives. Can you elaborate on what that means? Well, I think a lot of people, I don't know, but I, it's, I, think, I think a lot of people's, a lot of people will say or make the excuse of not having time for themselves. A lot of actually be intentional about scheduling time out for yourself or making sure that you're paying attention to what your mind needs and you and you obey. I feel like the moments that you don't do that, it's no way. It's you're literally involved with something else going on that that has nothing to do with you for you to sit there and say, I don't want to have that time to myself. Mm. What are you doing? Mm. You know, if you telling me you don't have time for yourself. Uh -uh. To figure something out, right? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You and something else. You involved with somebody else. You involved with somebody else. And you need to figure it out. You need to figure out where your time is going because everybody needs to have time to themselves. Period. I don't care how big your family is. You better find 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Something. When you use the restroom, make it a long restroom break. You know what I mean? It's, 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 you have to develop some sort of practice where you could get in tune with who you are because mm -hmm. this is your life. Everybody mm -hmm. has an individual life and you have to cater to the, the king or the queen of that thing. You know what I mean? Right. So. Right. And you have to do that with not, without being ashamed. So, exactly. like you said, a few of your strategies were creating boundaries, saying no, Practicing being content and learning the art of letting go. So creating boundaries. You said that you should make a list of people <laughs> that your vibe. 
So, like you said, it's okay to cut off certain people if you feel like they're affecting your vibe in a negative way. Yes? Yes. Yes, I agree. Cheers to Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> because why? Right. Says who? Says who? Right. Like, who says I have to deal with you? Right. Why would I stress myself out? <laughs> He's the nobody in this situation. Like, I'm right. not, no. If, if we ain't working out, we just ain't working out. And that's just the bottom line to it. Right. So he says, saying no, not only does it get easier, but requests also begin to cease. So when you start to say no, people also start to stop asking you. But you said that's like the hardest task for you to do. Why is it so hard for you to say no to people? Well, for me personally, I think it's because this thing inside of me that I always want to be challenged or like, I, I like to fulfill the challenge. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I like to, f I know if I can do it, why not do it? But sometimes you could say no just because you just don't feel like doing it. It's hard because, again, like, yeah, if you if you feel like you can do it or you, if you have the skill or the talent, somebody's coming to you to, to, to get your assistance for something and you want to say yeah because it's like you don't, you don't want to let somebody down or, you know, whatever the case may be, it's sometimes it can be tough to just like to answer to yourself when somebody else is inside of the inside of it you know what i mean you have this decision you ultimately have a decision in your head it's like okay i could kind of say yeah say whatever you know what i'm saying but ultimately like i know i don't want to do it or i got something else to do like you know you're being tugged from being a kind person to being a selfish selfish person but sometimes being selfish is necessary to protect your boundaries. Right. So is it just the connotation that we put on selfishness that makes it hard to say no? Like it's a, such a bad thing to put yourself first because that's considered selfish? Yeah, I think it is a connotation. I think that it is something that somebody put out there and instilled in you that you always must be a certain way which you do always want to give value where you can, but you also want to make sure you, it got to make sense mm. all the way around. It got to make sense. And if it don't make sense for you, you have so many other people in this world that can make something shake. <laughs> like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. It really is okay. It really is okay. But yeah, I think it is something that, that we have been instilled, like you just, like you, it's like a disease to please kind of thing. Like if you just have a heart and you are a giver, you, you kind of just want to say yes by instinct. So it kind of makes you have to take that extra step to think. And that's, that's, that's hard sometimes. I feel you, I feel you. So I know that um, you also said for step number four, it was a very challenging part, which is the art of letting go. So when it comes to letting go of people who are toxic for you in this whole toxic entertainment age, what is your advice for someone who needs to let go of the time? I think that it's worth spending time by yourself and figuring, and if, you, if it's hard for you to spend time by yourself, that's step one, figure out why it's hard to spend time by yourself. What is your addiction to people? And is it like a time filler? Is it like something that's, is there a satisfaction in there somewhere for you? Like what is your desire to always be with someone else or what is your fear from being by yourself? Mm -hmm. 
and and when you figure that out then you could grab it then you can graduate to a different level of thought of okay the, does this person realistically correlate with who i am when i am by myself do we mesh you know what i mean and, and you can't really analyze if you mesh with somebody if you don't spend that time if you don't if you don't come to that perspective that that uh, that real thorough and makes sense perspective for who you are which only comes when you're by yourself like it's going to be hard for you to make responsible decisions when you just don't know mm -hmm. so no. um so if you are in a toxic situation and you know you need to get out of it but it's hard for you to get out of it i would recommend maybe communicating more with people who have gone through the journey of discovering themselves um watching a lot of videos of people talking about them discovering themselves or confident videos or self-love videos and start just developing uh your own perspective of what self-love means and then that so it's it, it, and it's your practice it's going to be a practice and it may take time because that's your journey we're mm -hmm. all in our journey but I would say that's the first step going to somebody who's done it before and and it just it's just trusting that you can make good decisions for yourself in the long run and why amen amen yeah. so we're always out here trying to make better decisions to become our best selves so i know that you have went through a particular journey in becoming your best fit self so tell us a bit about your fitness journey and how exactly um you have found the motivation to keep driving yourself to be healthier yeah uh okay so uh when i was growing up i always been like a chubby kid I always been a little thickums and my, mom, <laughs> and my mom would say it was baby fat but it wasn't baby fat though y'all <laughs> let me eat you know what i mean but I always had a really healthy relationship with food, like a really hearty relationship with food is the word. <laughs> I, it's hearty. Um, but, you know, I, I, I grew up, I was heavy set. High school, I started losing weight. I became like more, more in tune with being an athlete. And then um, I had got sick, lost a whole lot of weight. And then I graduated high school, became like, got involved in this whole adult life. And like stop working out stop playing sports like i was doing and i gained like over two 244 pounds wow 244 pounds was the moment i stopped looking at the scale um but throughout it was bad when i think back back it was it really was bad when i think back but i ultimately taught myself when i be, it, it ended in a moment where i was literally I literally was crying, trying to understand why is it that my body is not matching what's going on in my mind. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it it didn't feel good to be mm. heavy like that. It did not feel good to look the way I was looking or feeling the way I was feeling when my mind wasn't telling me that's where I needed to be. Mm. I was an athlete. I am an athlete. You know what I mean? So, like, why in the hell is this going on? So, um when i when i got to college when i got to tsu in 2015 i started playing ball again mm -hmm. and um i got introduced to crossfit i started trying to figure out like what other things can i do to lose weight um and like be i wanted to, i wanted the i wanted a challenge i wanted a challenge 
and I got introduced to CrossFit. I started going CrossFit and it changed my life. It changed my life. Like one thing about CrossFit is like once you're dedicated to it, your body is going to transform. The way you move is going to transform. Your mind is going to transform because you're moving your body in ways you never moved it before. And you lifting weights in a way that you never you've never done it before. In a way that you only do in CrossFit. And so when I got when I got exposed to CrossFit, I was like going at every day, and then I was practicing uh, for basketball. I had games, so I was always active. You know what I mean? But even so, while I was active, I started like doing small stuff with my diet. Like I didn't know too much about macros and the the science behind what I know now. Mm-hmm. But I knew not to eat carbs and um, and like stay away from certain things so i was just like eating meat and a bunch of vegetables and i had my gallon of water every day and i was consistent like this became a thing like it and it helped to be in a different environment it also helped because like in that time of my life so when i was gaining a lot of weight um i was actually like in a relationship and doing this whole house thing right Mm -hmm. and i think that affected me to be honest because i i hadn't evolved into who i was yet so Mm -hmm. i just kind of let the comfortability overshadow who who i was internally but when i went started going to tsu i was in a more independent lifestyle and i was able to like kind of thrive off of my own thoughts and that's when certain things were able were easier for me to change Mm-hmm. And so that's when I was able to start like eating, like eating only meat and a bunch of vegetables and my water. And then things started to shift. I started seeing myself like shedding and mm-hmm. I never stopped. And then so when I graduated, I started like trying to figure out, OK, because I'm a big reader and I like to research like, OK, so if this is happening, this is how, like I started getting in tune with with little little questions. And then that's when I got exposed to macros. Mm-hmm. macros if you don't know macros is your carbs your fats and your proteins mm-hmm. right these are the things that make up your energy the foods that you eat outside of like your micronutrients your, your vitamins and stuff like that okay. so when you're able to understand what a macro is and you understand like what your body needs to thrive in the way that you move on a consistent basis like once you learn that formula, you could literally transform your body to whatever you want it to be, whenever you want it to be. It's all numbers. And I'm a numbers person. I got my accounting degree from TSU. You know what I'm saying? So I've always been in tune with, like, like my mind be going like this and trying to have an equal sign. At the end. It always has an equal sign at the end of everything I think about. Amen. So, so, so that's, that's where that came from. And then I just started learning more and more about it. And then I started saying, you know what? I could teach other people about this, you know what I'm saying? So that's when I started uh, training for or studying for my certification to be a personal trainer. And then after that, ultimately, what I wanted is to get my fitness nutrition specialty, which is what I got after that, because I'm in love with the formula. I'm in, I'm in love with, with right. numbers. yeah, the numbers of it, the, the science behind it. And, um, and so that's where I'm at now. Like I'm, I'm right now. I'm actually building a, a program to put out for people to um, get if you're looking to um, have a workout program. And then shortly after that, I'm gonna put out a, a program where you could uh, get your numbers, get your formula for success. Literally, you let me know your goal, what it is that you're trying to do, and we break it down considering your lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? That's people. That's stuff that people are not. 
that's a whole different education. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just was lucky and to to have some curiosity towards it. So I followed it to figure it out. But yeah, like that's I'm in love with it. I'm in love with, with feeling good and 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 making your body fit with what's going on in your mind. Or if your mind is toxic, you need to figure out what's going on in your body. Because when right. these two things align, you're in a whole different kind of vibration. Mm. You're in a whole different vibration. So mm. that's that's really what you want to aim for is like just being your most optimal self and that has to be with a healthy body. Amen. Amen. So are there any other things in store for you uh, with Library Invasion or any other projects that we can look forward to from KG? Yeah, so ultimately, like my biggest baby right now is Library Invasion. So if you are a book reader, um, an author, reach out to me at Library Invasion on IG. Um, I do book reviews, and then ultimately, I'm I'm trying to start having engaging conversations with creatives and intellects. I'm trying to start getting this conversation going, um, and then yeah, just stay tuned with that because that's going to be something really big. And then um, also, I have a project called Young Interns, which is a nonprofit organization for the youth. Uh, stay on the lookout for that. That is in the works. It is definitely something that's. Basically, it's a program that's going to allow, we're, we're developing our youth to be professional creatives in intellects. Mm. Like, we're nurturing their gifts. We're allowing them to be exposed to um, what they're passionate about, you know. So that's going to be something very, very major. So stay on the lookout with that. And, um, and yeah, just just follow me on, on YouTube at uh, K-G-K-A-Y-Y-G dot Legacy. And uh, on IG is say underscore yes to life. And then I'm also on, uh, at Library Invasion. I'm about to start putting out uh, podcasts as well. So I will have the uh, YouTube. I'll have my IG. I'm going to start putting out a lot more health, health facts and health guidance because I need people to get on these regimens. I need people to start really thinking about their health. I know people are starting to think about their health. It's really starting to be a thing. But people are lost, and I need people to be able to know that they have access to uh, come get the information that they need. So follow me at say underscore yes to life if you need more information on that. And ultimately, yeah, like just just reach out to me if you're a bookworm or Arthur. I'll be happy to look at your books, man. Let's talk about it. Yes. I love it, especially, like you said, teaching the youth to dive more into their creative abilities. I definitely think in the Black community, that's something that um, children aren't bred to do as far as reach for their dreams or go after their dreams, especially if it's not like sports or, um, you know, music or something. Um, yeah. um, kids are bred for survival, not necessarily for craft. So. I'm excited to see what comes out of the nonprofit, and I will definitely have to check out this 5 a.m. book. But is there anything else that we will be able to do to support you in your business? Yes, I mean, um, there's also opulent perception, man. We we out here making things happen, and if you feel like you are like connected with what's going on in my mind and my thoughts, I put this out everywhere. My whole goal. Like, I live by living a fulfilled life. That's ultimately what I'm doing, building a brand of fulfillment. So mm -hmm. if this is you, if you're somebody who, like, who's on a high frequency, on a different wave, on some vibey stuff, on not trying to let all the chaos and negative shit in the world come and mess up what you got building in your world, like, I am the one to, to connect with. 
and opulent reception which is my clothing brand that's what i got on right now yeah you know what I mean? creative intuitions like that, that i speak the things that come to my mind i put it on clothes and when you wear stuff like this and you arrive wherever you're going there's a there's a connection that you'll make with the right person without saying nothing so that's what i'm all about it's all about the energy and building building who you are in every aspect there is so follow me on any anything and everything that you can connect with me let's 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 do what we can for each other yeah <laughs> Loving it. I'm loving it, y'all. Like KG said, you can catch her on all her Instagram platforms at Library Invasion at say underscore yes to the number two life and uh, also at KG Mexi on her YouTube channel. So again, KG, I am so grateful for you coming to join us on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. <laughs> but we will not have a show, but I will be tuned in on my girl Energy's live on Wednesday. She has asked that I join her podcast. So Melanie Mike will be showing up to show support for Energy yeah. on the podcast. Be on the lookout because I'll definitely be reposting stuff about my sis soon. Yes. So again, thank you, KG. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. And if you haven't already, make sure you love on somebody today, even if that somebody is you. All right, okay. I'll see you later, girl. All right. Bye, Sinead. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye.